And I tell you what, there ain't nobody bigger than me. You know what I'm saying? All right, hey, what's going on? It's uh, it's the <laughs> it's the Tall Rider here, uh, and you're listening to the Tall Podcast on uh, on time today, huh? On time, uh, Wednesday, the 16th of March, 2022, 2022. That's the date for you. All right. Um, so how's it going, man? How's it going? Uh, hope it's going good. Hope it's going good, man. Holy shit! Uh, spring is uh, is uh, all the way here, man. The 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 weather is um, dangerously tempting. Gotta say, the weather is dangerously tempting, right? You just want to go outside and uh, wear like a, a sweater, but uh, don't be fooled, right? Because this is like the uh, flu season or whatever, right? And everyone is gonna get uh, sick. Um, so. Yeah, man, I don't know, just checking in, uh, it's a Wednesday, the middle of the week, uh, not really much going on, so, uh, you know what, uh, I gotta give a recommendation, a shout-out to this insanely good Instagram account, right, because, uh, you know, obviously I'm spending hours just scrolling Instagram, right, and it's actually becoming a problem that I, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe I need a lockbox uh, to, to put my phone in, right, and just lock it. And then uh, when my mom calls me and I don't pick up, she's gonna she's gonna go crazy and call the cops to, <laughs> to come in and check on me, right? That hasn't happened, by the way, yet, right? But uh, there have been a few situations where uh, it escalated, right? Let's, let's, uh, let's keep it at that. And, and well, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna tell the story. The way that it escalated is um, when my parents moved out, which is hilarious to say, right? When I when my parents moved out, so <laughs> instead of uh, you know, they they didn't wait for me to move out. They just decided that they're gonna go. All right, so that that was a really interesting uh, experience, right? And when I was like seventeen, they just like you know said like, well, all right, man, uh, see you later. <laughs> you know, take care of the apartment, and uh, you know, we'll we'll see you later. And uh, and they just straight, straight out left right for the for the for like the f- the furthest town, in uh, in the country right. <laughs> That's what they did right. And that that was just uh, oh man, it was uh, oh, excuse me, it was a really cool. I mean, it was a it was a really important experience to have right because uh, at that age I just you know figured I had to figure stuff out really quickly right living by yourself from the age of 17 is uh you know it's insane right so you really quickly go through the phase of just partying and uh you know just using all of the newly found freedom that you have right no more parents in the house right come over my house my place is perpetual it's it's perpetually empty of any adults Right, so you can imagine like the 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 shit that went on. Like we painted, we painted my walls. I mean, it was just um, you know, it was it was like a the the white suburban version of a trap house. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So so my parents just skedoodled, and uh, you know, my mom, me being a, a an only child, right? My mom has this, uh, you know there there is a really strong connection right between me and my mom and my dad 
and you know but my mom is just like she worries too much about everything right and uh she was you know for the first few weeks she was constantly checking on me to see if i'm doing okay and uh you know if i'm if i'm still alive if the apartment is still uh standing if i didn't burn the the entire building down and stuff like that so she would regularly call me right and uh and this one time I just decided to, uh, you know, I I am absolutely free to do whatever I want, right? So I decided just to buy myself a bottle of whiskey and, uh, you know, a bottle of Jameson's. And <laughs> and I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy myself, right? And I, I bought like some soft drinks to mix it with, right? I was 17. Um, so there I am like drinking the, uh, the Jameson listening to music, you know, playing on the guitar, just playing whatever, right? Just, you know, whatever comes to mind, just like literal garbage, right? I don't know what the what the uh, neighbors were thinking, but uh, I was having a blast. Okay? And I was having a blast like right until right up until I finished half of the bottle. And uh and then I just, you know, blacked out basically, you know? I just went to bed for some reason, right? In, in you know, in the middle of the day. It was like a Friday, I think. I didn't have school that day. So I just, you know, went to bed and, uh, you know, and I just I just blacked out like, you know, like like a stone. Right. I just literally went to sleep immediately. So I wake up. It's already dark outside. Right. I think it was like summertime or springtime. It's already dark outside. I look at the clock. Um, I, excuse me. I look at the clock and it's like 8 p.m. or something like that maybe nine and I, and I see like 17 missed calls from my mom and a few missed calls from uh, from the wife of my godfather right and uh, and then I call my mom right and she is on her way and she is on her way to the bus station to go uh, you know to, to, to see if I'm okay right to literally drive for four hours in a bus, you know, just to just to see if I'm okay, right? That that was the level of uh, of of paranoia, right? That uh, that that she was having, right? It's all it's all resolved now, right? Because I'm like approaching my thirties, right? But back in those days, man. So I'm like, mom, I just went to sleep. I was really tired and whatever, right? And she had called, you know, the uh, the wife of my godfather. Uh, and, uh, because she lived nearby, right, for her to come over and just to see if everything's okay, and she basically saw that, uh, that the lights were on, and, you know, that probably everything was fine, but not really, because they couldn't get a, a hold of me, right, um, so, anyway, yeah, so that got resolved, right, I was just, mom, I was just really tired, I just went to sleep, you know, school was really, <laughs> was really difficult, and whatever, and, uh, and yeah, so uh so 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 that's that's basically what happened and where did this story come from i have no idea what was i talking about god damn it um uh living alone my parents moving out what the fuck was the oh god i don't even remember okay but um but yeah but that was uh that was the story man that was uh that was what happened and uh god damn it's so frustrating oh yeah so uh I, I wanted to talk to you about this cool ass instagram account 
which is uh which which is just the most hilarious thing that you will ever see right it's called mcdojo life right like mcdonald's but mcdojo and life right and it is basically the channel it's basically the instagram account where they're they, where they put in all of those fake martial arts videos and it is just insane that the, the stuff that they put on there is just absolutely incredible man i mean india and just places like that like the 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 fake martial arts industry is thriving in these in these nations and i just cannot believe how they get away with it because it, it's just like there is this one video that i saw it's called chair jitsu okay and it, it, it it's literally this guy sitting on a chair in this like like mosque or something i i have no idea there's like carpet on the ground it's like this huge uh area right and there's like a, a praying rug somewhere nearby right and this dude with this black t-shirt and with some kind of like you know band name on the teacher on the t-shirt or some album art on the t-shirt he's just sitting on this foldable chair right and another guy just comes over right and and he starts like he starts uh punching the air like next to this guy who's sitting there and the guy just is just sitting there like chilling right just like looking at one spot and not moving a muscle and the other guy is just whamming the air around him right and he just like can't hit him as if there's like some kind of force field around this like foldable chair and this guy with his stupid <laughs> album t-shirt right i mean it's the funniest shit ever because it's exactly it is exactly the type of stuff that we used to do as kids uh, that I used to do is you know when I was a kid we would like get together with like several you know of my friends and we would go outside and we we would start playing like Dragon Ball Z or like WWE and uh, we would just like reenact you know certain scenes like you know the Kamehameha and then you do it and then the guy you know you know on the receiving end he just like kind of pretends that he's like you know being evaporated and he just kind of flies you know just falls over or, or some shit and then you know and it would be like it would always it would all be based on this pretend notion right and like this this exact video is just the same like the guy sitting on the chair he's like this all-powerful you know being and and the guy punching trying to punch him right he's, he's just like pretending that he can't hit him for whatever reason and then he just gets like catapulted you know backwards and he just falls over and and you know and he goes out outside of the shot and i mean it, it is just it is just so funny to me that like people actually believe and pay for like stuff like that like the you know learn the technique that i just used on this person right who's obviously not a paid actor and he's you know not pretending that he can't hit me i mean it's just it is just so funny that I, you know, the and the thing that the only thing that's even more uh, satisfying than than watching these videos be exposed is uh, when an actual fighter, right, with some knowledge of martial arts, 
comes along and challenges all of those fake martial artists and they just get annihilated right there there are there are several videos of those fake martial artists trying to you know fight a real fighter and they just get you know brutally they they get a brutal reality check you know and in fact uh i just remember that super eye patch wolf on youtube uh he has a great 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 video on fake martial artists and uh he actually you know in the video there are the clips where the uh the real fighter actually just you know punches the the fake martial artist in the face and it's just completely over and uh you know but they don't stop there man they they don't stop there they just continue doing their stuff and i i have no idea you know it would be actually a really interesting uh study or, or you know a deep look into the psychology of how these fake martial artists actually get away with it and how they can like you know assemble groups of people who actually believe that shit and uh you know, I mean, it's just, it's just a whole different world, man, it, it is just, it is just so interesting to see, like, the amount of stuff that, I mean, dude, there is literally a guy, like, you know, when buildings, you know, when they're, when they're, <laughs> when they're building a building, right, and it's just the walls, and there's no roof there, there is a guy, like, you know, in his, in his forties, like maybe in his fifties even, and he's not, <laughs> he's not wearing a shirt, right, and he, this bald guy without the shirt, right, and he has these nunchucks, and he's like balancing on the walls of this incomplete building, um, you know, as if, as if like, as if he's like, uh, you know, from, from the movie Karate Kid, when he's like doing the crane kick, and he's balancing on the, um, uh, you know, on the, on the, on the, uh, logs, you know, sticking out of the, uh, sand, right, so he's, he's balancing on, on this, like, incomplete wall, and, and, like, doing his stuff with his nunchucks, right, and then he puts the nunchucks down, and he, like, he has a bandana on, right, which is, which is fucking hilarious, right, he has this bandana on, and then he puts the nunchucks down, and he, you know, out of his pocket, he gets another bandana, and he, you know, ties it around his eyes so he can't see. And he picks up the nunchucks and he starts doing the twirly-whirly thing, right? And then he just flat out falls falls down from that, from that, um, from, um, from the incomplete construction wall, man. It, it is just, it is stuff that I used to do when, when I was a kid. And I don't know if that has anything to do with these videos, if these guys are just trying to relive you know, the coolness of, uh, of, of being a, uh, a kid, but god damn it, I mean, it's just, uh, it, it is just, I mean, when I was a kid, we, we used to, like, find these, like, incomplete construction houses, and we just used to play around there, right, just, like, pick up some glass bottles, uh, put them, put them on a wall, right, and just try to hit them with, by throwing rocks or something, or, like, making, uh, you know, um, or, or, uh, making the, uh, what's the goddamn word, you know, the thing with the stick, with the, uh, rubber that you, you, uh, oh, god, slingshot, right, or, or, you know, try to slingshot down, uh, the, the bottles, and that was insanely fun, right, so these dudes are essentially doing the same thing, right, but they're just trying to, 
uh, just look cool. I, I have no idea, you know, what the fuck is going on inside their heads, but it is uh, it is very entertaining, right, to just watch watch them in action, man, and just watch them wipe out completely. I mean, it's I, I have no idea, uh, you know, how can they be serious, but uh, but it creates some hell of a interesting content, you know. So yeah, so that's that. Um, let's see here, what else do we have? Let's see there. All right. Well, okay. So there is this, you know, I I saw this really interesting and funny question about relationships that I think that uh is uh you know it's uh it's pretty cool. So, all right. So the question goes like this. Uh, you know, and I'll and I'll just tell you what I think. All right. So, so this girl says. Uh, you know, a few days ago, we had a conversation with my boyfriend about about uh, our relationship. And he, you know, and he said that he has feelings for me, but that there's no butterflies or, you know, that there's there is no like, uh, you know, feeling of uh, infatuation from his end. Right, but he feels a strong connection. Uh, that that that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm literally translating this from Lithuanian into English on the spot. Okay, uh, so so there's a so he feels a a big connection, right? Which uh, which was developed throughout the years that they've been together, and and it bothered her, right? It, this conversation really bothered her. Uh, you know, j- just the fact that he you know, feels some more feelings and a connection with her, but, you know, he no longer feels any butterflies or, you know, anything like that. Um, and she's asking, right, if uh, if, if she should uh, end it all with him or, just, or, or should she hope that the uh, connection and, uh, you know, friendship will grow into something beautiful, right, <laughs> without the butterflies. And, and the guy is 32, right? So first of all, why would you say that? Why would you say that to to someone, right? I, you know, I have some warm feelings for you and I think that we have a really good connection, but I just don't feel butterflies in my stomach, right, when I'm with you. What 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 is the purpose of that, you know, of that statement? I know that like these days we really focus on being open and talking about everything in your relationship and everything that you feel and everything that's on your mind. But I think that certain things, you know, you just don't have to say. Uh, so uh, you you just really don't need to say that, right? That serves absolutely no purpose to, you know, to, to, to her. All right. So that's one thing. And I think this is a classic example of when a guy wants to break up with a girl, but he just doesn't know how to do it. So he just continues to, you know, hold himself and his girlfriend, you know, in this trap of, uh, you know, of, of connection, whatever. So, you know, because it's like, you know, breaking up with someone is like one of the hardest things to do and you know a lot of people would rather choose to just you know be in a bad relationship for years and years instead of just you know going through 
the nightmare that is breaking up with someone, right? And the uh, the fallout that leads, you know, that that, that happens after that. So, uh, so so yeah. So this dude just, you know, he 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 just doesn't know how to say it. He just doesn't know how to say that uh, he wants to break up with her, and uh, and yeah, and that's all. So, you know, so if I would, I would suggest to the girl to just, you know, take action to, to, to stop feeling sorry for yourself and, and just to find someone that would be crazy about you, right? Instead of just someone who just has warm feelings for you. Like, who the hell wants to be in a relationship where the other person just has warm feelings for you, right? I want to be in a relationship where someone is just crazy about me, right? That That is, uh, that's, you know, the, the, the desired situation. And, uh, you know, life is just too short to, to, to be with someone who just has warm feelings for you. So, you know, so I suggest that she... Uh, just, you know, takes off the bandage and uh, when uh, when the wound heals, you know, you'll you'll find someone who's actually crazy for you and then you, you'll have some perspective on how much better off you are, uh, you know, uh, than, than, than you were with this, with this dude that just had warm feelings for you. I mean, Jesus Christ, just why would you, it's just, you know, it just boggles my mind. It just boggles me when, uh, when, when stuff like that happens, you know, and, you know, this is like, this is like a universal truth, right? Like, people will stay in, in toxic relationships for years and years just to avoid the pain uh, and the uncomfortable nightmare that is breaking up, right? Because it's just, you know, you think that, you know, there's going to be tears, it's going to be awful, it's going to be like, you know, chaotic and, you know, potentially uh, some plates or, or some things are just going to start flying, accusations are going to be, you know, it's going to be like raised voices yelling and just screaming, right? And, you know, certain breakups are like that. But I think that, uh, you know, if, if you just kind of stand your ground and, you know, just try to explain to the person that it's really, it's not you, it's me. No, dude, no don't do that. That, that has become... That has become, uh, you know, the uh, the cliche, right? But I think that the, the the core words, the core message is that I am not happy. Okay, it, it's like you're taking yourself into your own hands, and uh, you know, no one else is responsible for your happiness, but yourself. So you know, so you're taking that into your own hands, and then and you're making a decision, right? That's ultimately gonna lead you to, uh, you know, to to becoming happier. Right, and I think that uh, if uh, if the other person is, uh, you know, has any sort of uh, sense of, uh, you know, basically, be, you know, you basically you need to be a grown up and understand that you know the other person is not feeling happy, and you can't do anything about it, and uh, you know you're you you know you just have to respect that, and you know you just basically the other person who is breaking up with you just saved you years and years of uh, of time right and and you can then find someone better and and whatever right so you know you really don't have any you really can't be angry at the person right because they're just they're just you know doing what's right for them and and, and you know and searching for their own happiness right and god knows i've been on both sides of that equation 
and you know and it's easy to talk about that but uh when it when it's actually happening it's like always completely different right and it's just this god it's just like it's just this like tornado of emotions right and you're just standing there looking outside the window and you're just like boiling inside right did i do the right decision or you know how could she do this uh, you know what the fuck so but anyway you, you know you just kind of need to to, to to have a level head and uh you know what uh, i think that gavis mckinnon gavis mckinnon gavin gavin what the fuck is his name gavin mckinnis Gavin McInnes, yeah. Uh, so he 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 said a a, a really pro, you know a really cool thing. Like I know that he's like this controversial figure now, but uh, back in the day he was uh, he was actually really cool. Like five or seven years ago, and I heard him say that there is uh, uh, yeah there are four things that uh, you need to do as a man. You know, to, to just have a really level-headed and better understanding on, uh, you know, on what's, on how to deal with life and, you know, situations in life. And one is you have to have your heart broken uh, and you have to break someone else's heart. And uh, then you have to beat someone up and you have to get beat up by someone else, right? And those four things just really, you know aligns your 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 whole outlook on life right then you become humble right because you know that a person can break your heart and you know that you can get beat up at any time but by anyone right that is uh at least a bit stronger than you or has more confident than more confidence than you right so that adds some humbleness right and then on the other side right when you break someone else's heart and you beat someone else up you know that you know there's another uh, side to that coin where you actually you know you are the inflictor of of that same thing onto others and uh you know it just you know having experienced all all of those things it just really brings a perspective that you know just allows you to have a level head and and to make you know certain decisions uh even difficult decisions right so uh Oh God! Another relationship advice with the tall rider, right? With um, you know, listen, I'm not, I'm no expert, right? But uh, I've, I've, you know, I've been through the ringer a few times, and uh, the, the, you know, these are just, uh, these are just the things that you're gonna come across, right? And it's like really interesting. This type of advice, um, you know, another cool thing that I heard is that, uh, you know, some mistakes people need to live through. To, to actually understand and uh, you know I remember when I had like my first real girlfriend and I was like so madly in love with her right that I actually considered moving out of the country to be to be with her right and my parents were telling me like uh, you know this is obviously a huge mistake and uh, you shouldn't you shouldn't do it you're like you know 17 18 years old and you know the the stuff that you're considering is ridiculous and i thought that how dare you right i am in love with this girl and you're just trying to bring me down right and i just uh you know i just went with it right so i went to visit her and uh you know it turned out that uh 
she was cheating on me right and uh it all fell apart and uh but in the end i i came on top right i just did the right thing i just uh you know said goodbye to her and just broke off all contact and uh you know i returned home with my head held high i was so happy right and that was like the first lesson right and uh you know, you really have to live through it. No one can like talk you through it and tell you that this is what's going to happen and this is how you're going to feel and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, you know, you will still attempt to try it and then learn that lesson for yourself. So, so uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know for the for the people who are listening. I don't know if this rings any bells or uh, if uh, if this has any weight. But uh, yeah, I'm telling you, man, just uh just keep it cool, right? Just, uh, you know, uh, keep it simple. Count your money. And what the fuck was, was the other thing? Keep it simple. Oh, yeah. Don't blow it. Keep it simple. And count your money, right? That is that is the financial advice from, uh, from this celebrity, like, fin- financial advisor that Bill Burr uh, covered like years and years ago and it's just still so incredibly relevant that i just can't i mean that that entire like documentary and bilber's take on it was just so funny that i just can't get it out of my head forever like don't blow it keep it simple count your money right and this dude was giving financial advice to like super athletes who are making millions and millions of dollars and you know and and they just blow it on like a yacht and like a house and like a you know a, a cadillac escalade and then they turn out broke uh you know a few a few years later so uh so his advice to them was just don't blow it keep it simple count your money right that's it uh you know all right thanks you know i mean it, it was it was truly like this hilarious skit skit um anyway uh, anyway, I got stuff to do. All right, I gotta, I gotta, uh, I gotta do stuff. I'm waiting for a few people. Uh, gotta go eat something. Gotta go exercise. So, uh, so I'll see you guys on Sunday. God damn it, this is gonna be a long while till I talk again. Hopefully, I'll you know get to make it on Sunday. And uh, yeah, I'll I'll talk to you then. Uh, I don't know what's gonna happen, where I'm gonna be with the productivity, whatever. But um. Uh, But hell yeah. See you then, alright? Bye.